You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. In this video, I'm going to show you how to get CML up and running on a Windows computer. Today, 12th of May, 2020, CML Personal Edition has been released by Cisco. So in this video, I'm going to show you how to download VMware Workstation Player, which allows you to run CML on a Windows computer. I'm going to show you how to download CML, how to do the integration with the ISO, how to make sure that you've set up your VMware settings properly, how to go through the initial configuration of CML, how to boot it up, and build the Cisco topology and get it working. The fantastic thing about CML is it's very easy to use. It's got a great interface. I highly recommend that you use CML if you want to learn Cisco technologies. Okay, enough said. Let's get started. First place, if you want to get information, is developercisco.com forward slash modeling labs. There's a whole bunch of documentation that you can read here. So if they refer to CML documentation, this is the place to look for documentation. But rather than going through that, I'm going to show you once again how to get this working very quickly. First place to go to is viralcisco.com. Click on Get a Viral. Now, let me warn you. The price is $199 a year. If you don't have a license, you'll have to purchase CML. I'm already logged in though, so I'm gonna go to my account and I'll be able to download CML. Notice please that I purchased the viral software on the 3rd of September last year. If your license is still active, you'll be able to download CML. So like I did here, if you had purchased viral personal edition previously, as long as your subscription is still active, you'll be able to download CML. So I'm gonna click download to download CML. Now there are two files that you wanna download. You wanna download both the OVA. This is the actual virtual machine that we're going to import into VMware Workstation Player. And then you wanna download the ISO, which contains all the images. Now please note what they say here. Cisco Modeling Labs Personal. A virtual machine for deployment on VMware hypervisors. See quick start guide for details. Version 2.0 does not support bare metal deployments. So the documentation they're referring to is the documentation on developer.cisco.com. Here's the quick start guide, which shows you how to install CML, how to set it up, how to use it. So if my videos don't cover the details of what you need, once again, have a look at this documentation. Okay, so two important points to make here. You can only run CML on VMware hypervisors. So VMware Workstation Player, VMware Workstation Pro, ESXi, VMware Fusion, if you've got a Mac as an example. It's not supported on bare metal. It's not supported using VirtualBox. They tell me it's not supported in the cloud, but you should be able to run it in the cloud. So you could try and run it on AWS or Azure, now, when it comes to support, you're only going to get community support with this product. 
That's one of the differences between CML Enterprise and CML Personal Edition. With Personal Edition, you only get community support. With Enterprise, you get tax support. So you could try running this in the cloud, but you're on your own basically if you try that. Make sure that you download both of these files once again, because this file, the ISO, contains all the images that you require. So click on the download links to download these files to your local computer. Now I've actually pre-downloaded these because the internet here is quite slow. So the OVA is 700 meg in size, the ISO is 6.3 gig in size. So it might take you a while to download these depending on how fast your internet is. Okay, another thing is the license. You get the license by simply clicking on this button here and you can copy the license to a text editor as an example. So I'll simply copy this to Notepad. So there's my license, which I'm going to need to add to CML before I can start up devices. You can't boot up devices without this license. So make sure that you get your license, make sure that you download your software. So click on the download link, click accept a license agreement, and the download will now start. Do that once again for both the OVA and the ISO. So I can click save to save this to my hard drive. I've once again pre-downloaded this just to save time, especially on this ISO image, which is very, very large, 6.3 gig. But once again, you click on the download links, accept the license agreement, and those downloads will start. So I'll save that to my hard drive as well. You can see it's gonna take a long time for these files to download. So what I'll do is I'll simply cancel these downloads and I'll use the files that I previously downloaded. So again, there's my ISO, here's my OVA. Now, you need hypervisor software. Once again, VMware hypervisor software is supported. So I'm gonna to go to vmware.com, go to downloads, go to free product downloads, and I'm gonna download Workstation Player. VMware Workstation Player is free for personal use. So as long as you're doing this for studies or your own personal use, you can download this and use it for free. So I'm gonna click download now, click save to save it to my local computer. Software is now downloading, it's about 138 meg in size. Okay, so once a VMware Player has downloaded, double click on the executable to install the software on your computer. Windows complains that I didn't download this from the Windows App Store. I'm happy with that, so I'm gonna click install anyway. And as you can see, the VMware installation starts. Now before I complete the VMware installation, I'm gonna to go to control panel, go to network and internet, network and sharing center, change adapter settings, and I want you to see that there's no VMware adapters at the moment. I do have a VirtualBox network adapter because I have VirtualBox installed on this laptop. During the VMware installation, a new network adapter will be added. That's normal behavior. But let's go through the wizard. It's very simple. I'm gonna click next. I'm gonna to agree to the terms of the license agreement. Make sure that you read through this and that you're happy with it. And if you are, click next. I'm gonna go with the defaults. I'm gonna install VMware Player in the default directory, click next. I'm not going to join the Custom Experience Improvement Program 
but I will check for product updates on start. Click next. I'll use the default shortcuts, click next, and I'll click install. That's how you install VMware Workstation Player, very simple installation. What you'll notice is it's installing virtual network drivers at the moment. And as you can see here, Ethernet adapters have been installed. Installation will continue. And there you go, installation has completed. I'll click finish. Okay, so I'll start up a VMware Workstation Player. When you start this for the first time, you'll have to agree that you're using this for non-commercial use. Now, because I've installed VMware Workstation Player previously on this computer, I didn't get prompted to agree to the license agreement, but you would need to do that if it's a brand new installation. As you can see here, I've got a whole bunch of virtual machines, including Viral2. I previously demonstrated the installation of CML. I had a pre-release version of CML and I demonstrated how to install it on this computer. But now that it's been officially released, I'm doing this quick start installation video again. To import the OVA, go to Player, File, Open. Go to the Downloads directory and select the CML OVA and click Open. I'm gonna stay with the defaults, so I'm gonna leave this name as it is. You could change that. I'm gonna leave the installation folder and click Import. VMware Workstation Player is now importing the CML virtual machine. As you can see, the process is very simple. This is one of the advantages, I think, of CML. It's very simple compared to other virtualization software. Now, before you start the virtual machine up, go to Edit a Virtual Machine Settings. The CML developers recommend at least eight gig of RAM for CML and four processors. You also need to have Intel VTX enabled or AMD V enabled in the BIOS of your computer. Now, if you haven't got that enabled or you don't know how to enable VTX in the BIOS of your computer, please go and look at this video, which shows you the full process of installation. In this video, I'm assuming that you've got that enabled. Now, if you don't have enough RAM on your computer, which I don't have, so if I go and look at my PC, you can see I've only got eight gig of RAM in this computer. So physically, I've only got eight gig of RAM. I can't allocate all that RAM to CML. What I'm gonna do is reduce the memory to four gig, but please note that's not recommended. I'm running now with less than the required memory for CML. That means that I can only create small topologies. That means that my devices may run slowly. You should have at least eight gig of RAM allocated to CML. You must have four processors, otherwise it won't boot up. It will boot up with four gig of RAM, but it won't boot up with less than four processors. Okay, one more thing you must do here is you want to connect an ISO image at boot. So we want to browse to our downloads directory and select the ISO image that we downloaded. Make sure that you select that. If you forget to do that, CML will warn you during the initial installation, but you need that to get all the images. So all the Cisco images as an example. I'm gonna click OK, and now what I'm gonna do is start my virtual machine.
Now you can download and install VMware tools. The developers have told me that that's already been done, so I don't need to do that. So I'm gonna click remind me later, but you may wanna install that right now. But as you can see, CML is booting up. And there you go. We've got our initial installation wizard. So I'm gonna click in the virtual machine and press enter to continue. You need to accept the end user license agreement. So read through that, press tab to jump from one option to the other. So I'm gonna accept the end user license agreement by pressing enter. Now two accounts are created when you install CML. You've got a web GUI account and you've got a CLI account. So the first account is the Linux system user account and the second account is the web UI user account. I'm gonna press enter to continue. We've given some tips with regards to keystrokes. So as an example, tab allows me to jump from one option to another. Various other keystrokes can help you. I know these already, so I'm gonna press enter to continue. Now, which version are we going to install? I'm going to install CML Personal Edition, not CML Enterprise Edition. These products are basically exactly the same. Your license determines what you get. So you get more devices with CML Enterprise than you do with CML Personal. I've purchased CML Personal Edition, so I'm gonna press enter to continue. I'm gonna use the default usernames that they give me. Sysadmin is the user account for the CLI. I'm gonna set my password. In this example, I'll just use Cisco123. You obviously wanna use a better password than that. But this account allows you to connect to the CLI and also allows you to connect, as they say here, to a special UI called the Cockpit System Management User Interface, which uses port 9090. I'm gonna press enter to continue. I'm told my password is bad. I'm okay with that. Press enter to continue. Password is bad, yes, to continue. Admin account is the web UI account. This is the account you're mostly gonna use. I'll set a password here of Cisco123 once again. Press tab, press enter to continue. I'm told the password is bad, I'm okay with that. Warned once again about the password, I'm okay with that. Say yes to continue. Now CML, allows you to use either a DHCP IP address or a static IP address. The advantage of DHCP is if you've got a laptop like I have and you move from one wireless network to another, the IP address of CML will change based on where you're at. So I'm happy to use DHCP. It's actually recommended. So I'll continue with the default of DHCP and press enter. A confirmation screen is displayed showing me my user accounts. I'm okay with that, so I'm gonna press enter. CML is now set up. Notice how simple this process is. You can see it says restarting Viral2 controller. The old name was Viral2, so you'll sometimes see that name, even though it's now been renamed CML. NGINX is also being restarted. And there you go, it's finished. I'm gonna press OK. And notice CML has booted and I could log in using my sysadmin account. You don't have to do this, but I'll just show you the process. I can now log in to CML and use Linux commands like IP address to see my IP address, but it is actually displayed here. My IP address is 10.0.0.125. 
Now in my web browser, I'm gonna to browse to that IP address, 10.0.0.1.2.5. I'm told that the connection is not private. That's okay because CML is using a self-signed certificate. So I'm gonna to proceed to the server and I'm gonna log in with my username and password. And there you go, I'm logged in to a newly installed CML system. Now I'm told that there's a health issue. I need to edit my license settings. As you can see here, the system is unregistered. It's in evaluation mode, 90 days. That doesn't mean that you can boot up topologies. That just means that you can see the interface. So I'm gonna register my system. Once again, you can get your license from your account, click on 2.0 license and then copy that and paste that into this window. So all you need to do to register is copy your token, paste it in here and click register to register the token. Okay, as you can see, I'm now registered. Registration was successful. What I'll do is refresh this page and notice I'm now authorized. So my account has been authorized. I can now go to Lab Manager and create topologies. So let's create a topology. Add Lab, I'll give it a name. First, CML Lab. Click in this white space. The lab has now been opened. I could change the lab name here if I wanted to. So as an example, first CML 2.0 lab. What I can do now is drag some devices to my topology. So I'll drag a switch, iOS V layer two switch. I'll drag two iOS V routers to the topology. I'll zoom in here. I can move them around by simply dragging the topology. I'll zoom in some more. And then what I'll do is hover my mouse over the router. And then while I'm over the router, click and drag that connector to the switch and then select the interfaces. Hover my mouse over the switch, click and drag that connector to the router, select the second ethernet interface, first ethernet interface of the router. Topology has been built. I'll click simulate and click start lab. Notice these little icons showing me that the devices are booting up. If I click on nodes, I can see that the devices are starting. So they started, you can see the CPU utilization is very high at the moment, but what I could do is click on the switch and click on the console icon, click open console and press enter to activate the console. And as you can see, I've got a Cisco switch booting up. Click on auto here to auto size the, the interface. Notice Press return to get started. I've already got a Cisco iOS V layer two switch booting on my little laptop with two little RAM in it. Just make this a bit smaller. I'll click on the router, open console, press enter. Routers may take a bit longer to boot up. Second router, press enter to activate the console. So while I'm waiting for the routers, let's go back to the switch. And as you can see here, it says insert name here. That's because you can create a configuration of a device. 
so you can specify the host name that it's going to boot up with. So you may want to do that before your device boots, but for the moment, I'll just set the name to switch one. Show CDP neighbors. Can't see any neighbors at the moment. I need to no shut the interfaces on the routers. Notice this router has booted up the little green check. I'll say no to bypass the initial configuration dialog. I'll do something similar on this router. So back on the first router, I just need to wait for it to display the console. Again, I'm running with too little RAM in this laptop. Things are running a bit slower. Now I found with a small topology like this, it actually worked okay. Initially, it was very slow. You get a lot of these messages saying CPU hog. So CPU utilization is very high, but later on, it gets better. Okay, so enable conf t host router one interface gigabit zero zero no shut IP address ten one 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 slash twenty four mask. Try that again slash twenty four mask. Save the router configuration. Go to the second router. Enable conf t host router two interface gigabit zero zero no shut ip address ten one one two slash twenty four mask can router two ping router one so ping ten one 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 and there you go ping is successful i can ping from router two to router one on router one can i ping router two Yes, I can. I mean, we could run OSPF here. So let's create a loopback on this router. Enable OSPF on all interfaces. In area zero, as an example, on router two, do something similar. So interface loopback zero, IP address. Quadruple two slash thirty two mask router OSPF one enable OSPF on all interfaces show IP OSPF neighbor neighbor relationship is a two way at the moment but you can see a neighbor relationship is being formed between these two routers it's as simple as that to get CML up and running. On a Windows computer. In this case, I used VMware Workstation Player, free software for personal use from VMware. Can I ping the loopback of router 2 from router 1? Yes, I can. Show IP route. There's my routing table. Show IP OSPF neighbor. Full relationship to router 2. Here's my routing table. It's as simple as that, once again, to get CML up and running on a Windows computer. I showed you how to download VMware Workstation Player. I showed you how to download CML, showed you how to get it up and running in this video. There you go. Fantastic product from Cisco. I highly recommend CML. If you're new to Cisco, you may want to use Packet Tracer, but if you're serious about learning Cisco technologies, I'd highly recommend that you get CML. <laughs>
Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.